because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinematic World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Cinematic World Show, episode 97, take number 89. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I'm not even I'm 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 not even gonna be like professional anymore. Holy smokes. Uh, Jesus. Okay. Too damn good. I am joined. I am joined. Very very collaborative effort, guys. (laughs) We're starting all the way over. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Special guest from the Cinemania World team. I'm just gonna go down the list because we can never get back get past this first part. Alex, hello. How you doing? Good. Good. What's going on? Patrick, hello. How you doing? Good. <laughs> He's so angry. I love it. Patrick, Patrick, are you there? Bro, I'm here. I'm here, man. Okay. Amanda, everyone hears the cackle. It's going. Amanda, hello. <laughs> <laughs> say hi. I am so happy to be here, guys. I love talking to each and everyone. And then lastly, Josie and her dog and her son. Hola. The son. Hola, How are we doing? Sorry for my internet and my dog and the heat. No, it's not even. Listen, everyone. Listen, listen, listen everyone. Okay. My we have hurts. been trying to do this show for an hour and 20 minutes now like construction stuff. I don't even want to get into it. Let's just get into the stuff we got to talk about. We'll get into the good stuff, I guess, everyone. But that is the good but stuff, you know? It's not the good, bonding. not to me. It's a bonding <laughs> <Okay>. experience. <laughs> yes. I guess. Man, can you imagine if it was like in person? It's been a disaster. I think it would be better because we don't have to deal with God. the internet. <laughs> That's true. I yeah. mean, come, come on. Okay. So, everyone, before we get into today's news, we have to talk about a lot of casting stuff, talk about some trailers, the TIFF lineup, and we are going to get into your questions. But first, we have a Cinemania World member that was at the Cannes Film Festival, and I would like to get her thoughts on the festival. Josie, how did it go? Yes, I was able to go to Cannes. Um, I went as accredited press for Full Circle Cinema. You don't know about them, check them out. And yeah, I was able to watch 14 films. I was actually, we mentioned it in an earlier cut, but I was actually able to meet Spike Lee. Really nice. Really nice dude. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I told him I was from Puerto Rico and he wrote PR on my poster and I was like, yes. This is all I needed in life. Yeah. Because he actually. Where'd you meet him? Was yeah, it like was a line signing, or they were signing posters. And I don't know if people know this, but he actually helped a lot uh, in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. So, yeah, oh, he really? helped a lot with that. aid and everything because, you know, um, he doesn't mention it around a lot, as some people like to do for brownie points. So mm-hmm. really appreciative of that. And it was nice to meet him. And yeah, it was really nice that Great. he wrote that on the poster. So yeah, super cool dude. Um, 
felt really bad for him when he gave away the Palme d'Or winner before he had to. Because it was, it, <laughs> it was great. I it was a it. genuine <laughs> accident and just something that you notice when you're there. Can is like wonderful and you see it as this glamorous thing but when you're there it is a little bit hectic and a little bit messy and i'm guessing it's mostly because it was an in-person festival during a like we're still in a pandemic so it was pretty chaotic in that sense and i think they could have organized (laughs) oh man okay all right uh let's go into the first story today which is casting news before we get into the Batgirl stuff that we had earlier, we'll get into Black Panther 2. Michaela, Michaela Cole from I May Destroy You. And what was the movie you said earlier, uh, Patrick? Chewing Gum? Chewing Gum. It's a TV show that started, I think it started at the BBC and it moved over to Netflix. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. Is it, wh- What is it about? Is it good? Good stuff? It's a comedy. It's about kind of just, she kind of a quirky, out of the box person that is... Kind of, it's a lot of like sexual identity stuff with her. She's hilarious. Yeah. There's a lot of like Monty Python sketches that are good. Okay. Um. Well. Okay. So she was cast in Black Panther two. Uh. Just a, maybe like a couple minutes ago. Actually, we got the breaking news from Variety and other sources. So, uh, she's cast in Black Panther two in an undisclosed role. Uh, we don't know who it is. Everyone is speculating that she'll be Storm. Um. I'll be really excited. But I will not. I'm gonna hold. I will not hold my breath for the MCU um, because I mean we were making jokes earlier. She could be like the mailman or like I don't know delivery person and and or just some random person. But um, I'm excited. I think she's great. I love the show. I may destroy you. So I hope it's a prominent role. Uh, and I think she's just one. I think she just had a bunch of Emmy nominations. So I think it'd be really silly to cast her in something less. Uh, but then again, MCU, they do this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, Rachel Weisz was just in Black Widow and she, she did nothing. So, uh, it's just, yeah. So let's get into you guys' thoughts on the casting. I'll start with you, Amanda. I'm excited. Even though I haven't seen I May Destroy You just because of the subject matter and I I don't know how I'm going to approach it. I do want to watch it. She's, she's been everywhere ever since the show came out. And like you said, she has the Emmy nominations, um, I'm excited for her. This is a huge deal, and she she seems to be very talented. Again, I will watch the show. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that it is a prominent role, like you said. If if it's possible, she can be a mutant of some sort. Um, and she, she be kidding. She could be Storm. Um, and uh, everyone's kind of going batch on Twitter. So that's uh, it's a lot of fun to be a part of that. But I'm excited for her. This is an amazing, amazing chance to just get her name out there even more for the general audiences. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm really pumped. I it, it Hopefully... Hopefully, um, I just hope, even if she's not Storm, because that, that, that could be a reach, you know, because um, like, I don't know. I don't know. We kind of don't know the stance of what they're doing when it comes to the X-Men right now. True. And Storm's a mutant. And uh, my only my only kind of saving grace where she could be Storm is that both of the big multiverse movies are going to be coming after, are going to be coming before Black Panther 2. Um no way home and multiverse of madness so maybe maybe she'll get introduced in one of those things mm-hmm. and uh you know as like a variant mm-hmm. of whatever and stuff i mean yeah, but i'm just 
spitballing here i hope that's the case but it you know it could be it, it, it could not be the case we'll see how it goes uh alex how about you how do you feel about the casting i mean i i, I haven't seen any of her work so i oh, i really come on. I, I know I'm, I'm not a big tv person so i so i can't really comment on that but if she is storm uh i mean that's going to be something interesting to watch and we're going to get a new storm if that's the case uh, i'd like to see what she would bring to the table if she was storm um, but again, I can't really comment, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Pat, Pat, how about you? I think she fits kind of in, if they were going to be bringing in the X-Men, this, she would be in that age range, right? They're not going to be going for like maybe older established. They're looking for longevity. How yeah. many movies can they bring in with this? And so, and for acting, she, she really is fantastic in chewing gum. I, I honestly haven't, I don't think I've seen, I may destroy you. But um, now that you guys have recommended it, I need to check it out. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she would do great as Storm. Um, but also, look, we're, there's a lot of there's a lot of hints that we're dealing with Namor. She could be from Atlantis. There, there could be a lot of stuff. True. Mm-hmm. I actually love what you said early. What you said in the beginning about longevity, because um, I remember like last year in the uh, start of the pandemic, uh, we did an X Men casting uh, show. And I, I said a lot of, I think it was like me, I think it was like me, Tyler, uh, and like Hannah, I believe, and Larry. And a, a lot of them were choosing like older people for the X-Men. I'm like, I think they're going to go young. And I think they should go young because, you know, you're, you're building your next generation of MCU movies. Um, and I think you cast, you cast the, you cast kind of younger um, actors and actresses like in their twenties slash early thirties and let them be these characters for the next uh, 10, 15 years. So um, yeah, I, I would, I would be excited if that's the case. If she's not storm and she's just like Dora from like around the corner, <laughs> then like, whatever but um i hope she is and i'll be excited um josie are you back are you with us is she here is she not here hello nope she's gone she's off with the wind i think okay let's get into our other bit of news and that is we have casting for Batgirl. Apparently, this is going to be an HBO Max movie? Yeah, that's yes. kind of weird. It's weird. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I, um... Whatever, dude. I mean... <laughs> I'd rather uh, actual, you I mean, know... She was good in In the Heights. I, I liked her in In the Heights. Yeah, so... Oh, Josie's back. Hey! Hey! Okay. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Josie, why don't you take us into our next uh, story? Um. Period. I uh, the one I will always say how much I love uh Warner Brothers and DC's kind of casting when it comes to their heroes and then yeah. them not being afraid to uh to just kind of like diversify their 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 characters. Um, I think one of their one of their best castings was Jason Momoa for Aquaman because they could have gone out there and casted a a fella with blonde streaks <laughs> and they didn't, and I'm glad they didn't. And um, yeah, so I'm excited for this. Um, 
I I loved her in the in in the Heights. Uh, I just want her to like you know when she's in Gotham, just tell Joker like stop. Let me listen to my Gotham City, and um, I want to listen. I want to. I'm just excited for her. Uh, I I think early in the week they had like three other people or two other people. It was her, um, Haley Lou Richardson. I think someone else. Oh yeah, like Zoe Dutch. Uh, no to them too. Sorry, but uh, so <laughs> I think they went the superior choice. Uh, yeah. for this casting and i'm super excited to see uh what she does with the role i'm a little bummed that it can't be in theaters because i feel like that representation would have been great to see on the big screen um but i mean i guess this is what they're going with they're making it an hbo max series probably because they don't have faith in it well it's a hbo max movie probably yeah. because they don't, have, they don't have a lot of faith in it in the box office so it's just safe to put it on a streaming service and uh yeah, so uh, Amanda, how are you feeling about the casting? Oh, I'm very happy. I thought she she was uh, pretty solid and in the heights. And again, it's a massive opportunity for another you know another up and coming actress. And um, I just hope that Warner Brothers does the character justice. And I know Christina Hodson, who wrote Birds of Prey, is writing this script, so I'm I'm pretty confident with that. Again, the downfall is that it's an HBO X movie and it's not going to be out in theaters on the big screen where the representation um, deserves to be front and center. So um, that's the only misstep, I think, for me, is that if you have, finally, we have a Batgirl film, like it should be on the big screen and everyone can go watch it and buy tickets and make it a big thing, a female standalone, you know. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for her. It's going to be good. Uh yeah, agreed. Uh let's go to uh Pat. How about you? How are you feeling? I think it's a good casting still. The the, the same as it was um potentially Storm. The only thing with this I I agree with with Amanda. I think it should be on a bigger screen if we're going to be introducing such a iconic character. Um I'm curious to see if it ties into anything at all uh or what they are planning to do with that. I know they've got Gotham PD that that's kind of loosely tied in with Matt Reeves, or I guess canonically it is tied in, right? Mm-hmm. The Gotham I hope one. it yeah. better uh, be. From, from what I've heard, I think it is. Yeah. yeah, I hope. Yeah. And so if that's the case, and, and this is also coming from HBO Max, I am curious if there's some type of tie in with that, but I, I don't know. Big screen, big screen or go home with some of these big properties. And if, if you're doing a superhero origin film, you have to kind of pull out all the stops right now because there's just so much content coming out. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I agree. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens as far as that goes. I, I do agree that it, 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 there's kind of, there's a lot as far as the uh, superhero genre goes. So it's going to be um they have to find a way to make it stand out and stuff do they have a director yet for this project I yeah don't think it's they do. it's yeah. The, uh, it's the directors of uh bad boys for life yeah which they oh. were awesome they were awesome yeah but <laughs> <laughs> but for a bad girl i guess um yeah okay. no. i thought they were wait i thought they were doing miss marvel wasn't they doing that, or are they doing both? Yeah, I don't know. actually, Shit. yeah. Hold they on, could have probably done a couple episodes. I'm not 100 percent sure. Oh, what's the name? But, oh, I don't know. 
gotta hold on. Um, okay, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Alex, did you give any thoughts on this uh, casting? I mean, you, you guys pretty much uh, covered it. I mean, for movies like this, I definitely want to see them like on the big on the big screen. Um, the only way, like, I think that they should do uh, stuff on HBO Max like this for like superheroes. I mean, this is just me yeah. personally, but kind of j- if you're gonna do it, do like a, a like a mini series like Disney's doing and Marvel's doing with the. With uh, like Loki and all that, um, but I mean, she was really good in in the Heights, and uh, I hope she gets more recognition now that she's going to be playing Batgirl. It just doesn't sit with me of like uh, a, a movie, they, the movie yeah. on the. I yeah, don't know. It, it just feels weird. weird. Like, listen, if Marvel came out of nowhere and said, uh, "Who's a hero?" Uh, the next, then okay, Florence Pugh's Black Widow movie is gonna be on Disney Plus. That's it. I'd be like, yeah. what? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't. Know. I was just yeah. weird. Like, 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 like I was saying, like, like, like I was saying, it makes more sense if you're gonna make it like a like a mini series or something, and you yeah, put it on, yeah, and you just put it on like a streaming too. service. But yeah, yeah, that's my Watchmen. only thing. I just think they it's, did watch they, those guys. Yeah. Those guys. Those guys are doing Miss Marvel, by the way. Oh, so they're doing both. We're good. We're good for them. Um, yeah. I guess, but um. All right, so Josie's gone, everyone. Rip, R.I.P. It's not working. So we're gonna get, we're gonna chug along with the four of us. Sadly, uh, Josie's gone, but we'll continue and we'll hold the fort down like we always do. So our next bit of news, I believe, is the the TIFF lineup. Uh, there was an announcement about what the, the movie that'll be playing at the Toronto International Film Festival. So. Listen, Alex, I will go to Amanda. Hey. For this story. Yeah, so since I'm in Toronto, I have all the details. <laughs> um, so the festival is going to be running from September 9th to the 18th. I have an echo. I'm sorry. Um, we'll yeah, so they announced uh, gala presentations, special presentations, and people were kind of going bananas because Dune was not on the list. But Dune is actually a special event which will be held at the Cinesphere, which is the biggest IMAX screen that we have in Ontario and Canada, I believe. So it will be held there as a special event and uh, tickets will be sold separately for that special event. Uh, so don't worry, it's, on, it's not on the website, but it's in our hearts and we're going to keep, uh, you know, keep going and buy those tickets and sell it out for Denis. Um, yeah, so we have The Last Night in Soho coming here by Edgar Wright. We have The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne with Benedict Cumberbatch. We have Dear Evan Hansen opening up the festival. That is the opening night gala presentation, which is Oof. an interesting choice. I'm very R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> that movie looks horrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. It looks like no good. I, I mean, I'm I terrified. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Dude, I, I, rem- I remember. I remember when we saw In the Heights. I remember that trailer came on for that movie. And I was oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, All right, now it's time to go to the bathroom. That's it. <laughs> It's bad. Actually, Alex, you did go to the bathroom when that trailer came out. Yeah, I did. Because I was like, all right, this looks like shit. So I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I don't want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead, man. And we also have Clifford, the big red dog, coming to TIFF. And yeah, (laughs) and it will be... And it will be at the Cinesphere, I believe, again, because it is an IMAX special presentation. So that's going to be that cool. That thing's an IMAX? 
I think yeah. so. That's what the poster said. So they're like, we what? needed a bigger screen. We needed a bigger screen for a bigger dog. And there was. I'm gonna watch it vertically on I mean, the phone. I, I mean, he is a giant dog. So. Yeah, so he deserves the best. We love Clifford. Yeah. Um, we have Bergman Island coming here, which was mm-hmm. also at Cannes. Uh, we have the Starling with a stacked cast of Melissa McCarthy. Hang on, it's loading. And Melissa McCarthy, Chris O'Dowd, Kevin Klein, and it's Theodore Melfi's bittersweet tale of a couple working their way toward the other side of grief. So that's that one. Yes. And it's Melissa McCarthy for Oscars. So I'm excited again for her. And to round out, what else we got? We have Lakewood, which is interesting because it's about a mother trying to protect her son from a school shooting with uh, mm-hmm. Naomi Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's there. Wait, wait, wait. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Yeah. Okay, so it's about a mother trying to protect her son from a school shooting that she knows is going to happen? We There's... don't know that. It's literally the, the synopsis is Naomi Watts stars in Philip Noyce's nerve-rattling thriller about a mother struggling to rescue her son from a school shooter. So I don't know if she, like Lakewood's the school. Maybe, maybe she's, she's trying to get room. there. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll it's, see. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. If it's, if it's Philip Noyce directing, he hasn't directed a good movie since Clear and Present Danger, so. Oh, goodness. That I don't know. That decision. movie just has like <laughs> that movie just has discourse written all over it. So yeah, right? yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. We have uh, Kenneth Branagh's Belfast, which will be coming here as well. We have The Survivor with Ben Foster in the lead, and it sounds absolutely incredible. It's, it's, it looks good too. It's Barry Levinson's biographical drama, which stars Ben Foster as a boxer, Harry Haft who looks to carry on after fighting to survive in World War II concentration cramps. So that sounds really good. And it's in black and white. So hopefully that sticks through the entire film. Uh, What else we got? We have Jagged, which is an Alanis Morissette documentary. Um, Yeah, that's what else we got. That's pretty much the big ones. The Guilty Antoine Fuqua's movie with Jake Gyllenhaal is also coming here. Uh, Dionne Warwick is getting her biographical uh, drama, which is coming here as well. We have a film with Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz coming here, and that's going to be fun because they're so good together. It's called Official Competition. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much the bit. Oh, I forgot about the eyes of Tammy Faye with, Je- <laughs> with Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. And then Celine Sciamma's Petite Maman, which was also at Cannes, is coming here as well. But the important thing with TIFF is that they announced things last minute. They will add stuff from Venice as well. So I'm banking on Spencer. So hopefully that comes here. But that's pretty much everything. And digital packages are already on sale if you guys want to scoop some up for digital film and digital screenings and then if you're here individual tickets go on sale to the public at 10 a.m eastern on september 6th i can't go i can't do it yeah. you're coming i'm sorry no one <laughs> 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 uh, i'm excited for you though you're gonna be going there and stuff and um yeah. watch all the films um i'm most a lot of those movies i'm, I'm I really want to hear about. I really want to see what that Survivor movie is about. That actually yeah. piqued my interest the most. Yeah. I'm nervous about that shooter movie. I don't know. It just sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really. I I just it looked sounds up. really really bad taste. Yeah, right? I know. 
I looked up more of his filmography, the directors. He did that new Amelia Clark movie, Above Suspicion. Listen, all right. I'll hold judgment, not really, until I see it. But Dune, of course, I mean, we got to see it. They're doing the uh, special yeah. previews this weekend. They're, they add a trailer out tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what they're, what it, how it's going to go. Um, my, only, my only sad thing about Dune is that I feel like the conversation – surrounding dune right now and i can't like i can't front like i haven't been a part of the a part of the conversation too the conversation is mostly around its box office not the quality of the movie um every you have one side of twitter calling it already you know it's gonna flop you had the other side of twitter optimistic and stuff like that but no one's talking about like really talking about how the movie itself is gonna be um so i'm really excited to see the movie if it if it do if it performs well or not uh, i feel like it's gonna be a really good one we already saw some pr- uh, first reactions to the uh the 10 minute preview today uh it's, it's like they're doing press screenings of the 10 minute preview so i feel like warner brothers this time around is really gonna try when it comes to marketing when it comes to this movie uh we'll see how it happens uh, it's still doing the HBO Max day to day, so uh, we'll see. But yeah, every, as far as TIFF goes, I'm excited for the event. I'm excited to see everyone's reviews, including uh, Manda's and stuff like that. And I'm excited to see what these movies are about. Um, Pat, any thoughts on the uh, TIFF lineup? I think it's a great lineup. All of the like, there's not really been one that you've uh, listed off Manda where I've just am. Uh, I would miss out if I were going, and I'm super jealous of anybody that's doing TIFF right now. That's pretty awesome. So good lineup. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Alex, how about you? Yeah, I think it's got a really good lineup too. Um, I'm really interested. What is this guilty movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Ethan Hawke? Yes, it was, um, it's like an, an uh, what's it called? An EMS. I think they're paramedics. I know there's an ambulance involved from what I saw and I read up on. I don't know, but it's an action film. So Jake Gyllenhaal's finally doing like an action film after X amount of years. Oh, apart from good. Apart from nice. Time. nice. <laughs> um, all right. And uh, okay, let's get into some of the other news. I think next we are going to be discussing some trailers that came about. Um, well, first, I want to get you guys thoughts on the Dune trailer tomorrow. How are you guys feeling? Are you excited, Amanda? Oh my god, I'm setting my alarm. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for this movie. Oh, that trailer is going to be amazing. I'm stoked. Listen, um, what, I, what I'm afraid when it comes to Dune, right? And like, oh man. So the people who read the books, I bought the book months ago, mm-hmm. but I just haven't gotten around to reading it oh. yet. People who read Manda, you read the book? Yes, I uh, okay. I I did it on purpose because we were in the middle of the pandemic, so I'm like, it's 800 pages or 900 pages, and I'm like, holy Jesus, shit. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so, so I, I went through it. <laughs> so so, Manda, what yeah. I noticed about Manda that's different about everyone else who has read the book, Manda has not been on like Twitter, just like spouting how boring the movie, yeah, how like, boring the book is, right? Yeah. I've noticed people on Twitter who've read it are like, none of you understand the movie so boy, it's gonna be so boring. It's about it's not an epic or whatever. But mm-hmm. something that Hannah and I said last year, mm-hmm. like during the live show, we were talking about like the we were talking about like uh Dune. I don't know why, but just because <laughs> we said that Warner Brothers they have to market it as a Star Wars. 
Yes. Why would you market it as anything other than a sci-fi epic? They have to market it like that if you want to bring in audiences. Maybe that cinema score won't be great because they'll get in and they'll realize whoa you know um, you know maybe the second maybe the second week drop will be crazy but i think for that first weekend you need to hype this up as an epic and maybe they did maybe maybe the movie still is an epic you know maybe it's not like a huge every all the cast all of them are talking about how much of a you know how much in scale and how massive the movie is so maybe they didn't do you know what what happens in the in the first book you know i could be wrong but maybe they changed some stuff around but yeah i just i'm just noticing a lot of cynicism when it comes to the movie um when people were mad about the posters the other day yeah they're like like, they're like it's so basic why are you excited it's like like, every like their character poster exactly like every poster every character poster for any big budget blockbuster they're always bland yeah, I mean, it's like, just do we? They literally look like the remember the end game character posters. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. they literally look great either. Yeah, like, so nobody can, like nobody. Yeah. I, I, it's I, like right. a cologne commercial. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna, nobody I, complained. I just don't know why there's so much cynicism when it comes to everyone. All of a sudden, is like a marketing expert right now. They're <laughs> yeah, like, "Oh, you guys exactly. think they're gonna come yeah. out to see people looking into the into the well, sky?" I'm like, well, the "Where are they supposed one, to look at?" I just don't understand what's going on. Sorry, the one thing I will say because I did read the book is the fact that it's it's a mixture of Game of Thrones in the way that they have discussions. So if you okay. like Game of Thrones, then you'll vibe with what's going to happen in Dune because it's all about like secrets and betrayal and all of that and and you know it's really good and there's action and there's really good action there's training sequences like it's a mixture of game of thrones and star wars that's the the way that i can sell this to you which me saying is game of thrones and star wars like that should be exciting enough i don't understand why people are saying it's boring and it's actually bothering me that people are saying it's boring. I, 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 didn't, I haven't like, read it for. I haven't yeah. read it yet, but I'm so annoyed like, that that's what everyone's going into this. Why, if every if if someone is excited about a movie and they're expecting something, why would you want to tarnish on that? Why would you want to yeah, harp exactly. on that? Yeah, well, like I just don't understand the reasoning. Like it's like it's like some sort of elitism because I read the book and you guys didn't. Well, you guys don't realize that this book is. I mean, the movie <laughs> is actually not going to be there. Yeah, well, why are you Why are you being a geek? I just don't understand the reasoning for doing that if somebody's excited like yeah if someone i don't know if someone is excited about it and someone is excited about the director and if someone is excited about the actors and stuff like that some people are like oh they're only touting the act and the cast in the movie i'm like well yeah you're supposed to that's the point of marketing (laughs) like you're supposed to i just why wouldn't you say why wouldn't you tout that you have timothy chalamet why wouldn't you tout that you have dave batista why wouldn't you tout that you have zendaya why wouldn't you tout that of course they're of course you do now ah now correct correct me if i'm wrong didn't 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 Blade Runner do a complete Blade and uh, Blade Runner? I can't talk. Blade Runner nineteen eighty. Uh, not nineteen eighty. Twenty twenty nine. You're almost there. Years <laughs> <You're laughs> away. Years away. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they do a complete bait and switch with the marketing for that movie? Because didn't they market it? There was like, no marketing. 
That's well, what I'm yeah, saying. But, but the little marketing there was, though, you know? Yes, yes. No, I get, marketing, what I get what you're saying. Yeah. The yeah. marketing for Blade Runner 2049, I remember it being like, okay. And I was like, eh, you know? And but then like they, they, did they, the, they did the normal Warner Brothers thing where, like, after the first weekend, they, they kind of go crazy with marketing. They do that with so many movies, it's not even yeah. funny. They but did like, it with Justice League, and they did yeah, it with Birds yeah. of Prey. Like, the marketing won't be great. The first weekend numbers come out, and they're like, oh, oh, hey, it's the new marketing. And then they go crazy with it and, and, and change the titles and put new yeah. posters out and stuff. But that's what they did with the Blade Runner 2049. But um, this one, I think they're doing good so far. Everyone who's like, it's bad. I'm like, first of all, the movie comes out in October, not next week. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, they put out posters. They put out yeah. banners. They're doing this exclusive whatever for an IMAX thing this weekend. They have like press going into it to it early so they can talk about the freaking 10 minutes that they saw, which is visually stunning and whatever. You know, the movie does not come out next month or yeah. the month after. It comes yeah, like, out in October. So just, let's take I, it I, easy. I just want to say, too, for like everybody complaining about the marketing, like, do you realize that like most big budget blockbusters have like a 90 day marketing window? So they're going to start off with like smaller stuff like character posters at first. And then they're going to move. What the hell is that? Um, and no, then they're just, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Um, and, and, and then they're, and then they're going to move to uh, like, like the bigger stuff. Like maybe we'll get like a cool, like theatrical poster, but like, I feel like people just like nowadays just want like the cool theatrical poster, like right on day one of 90 of marketing. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully you guys can hear me without all the buzzing in the background, but listen, yeah. I just don't know what people expect from just wait hold off now if if october comes and we got nothing then yeah, i get but, it and that's a problem but it's yeah. like we're at like three months for, for before the movie comes out and everyone's like the marketing is shit i'm like what <laughs> what are you talking about uh, it has it has a trailer out and it has posters three months out before the movie comes out this yeah. is how this is how marketing works when it starts off exactly so i just don't understand i just don't understand why everyone is so crazy when it comes to dune right now whether it's box office whether it's posters whether it's like trailers tomorrow's tomorrow on twitter is going to be a disaster oh, i mean I guarantee yeah, it. Gonna, disaster. No, you know what the fight tomorrow is going to be guys the freaking color palette, and I'm gonna lose it because they're oh, in the middle know. of the goddamn yeah. desert. They're in the <laughs> desert. They're in the <laughs> desert. I mean, it's already a problem apparently on the character poster. How it's still bland and too dark. Like, shut up. It's like, what do you people want? It is literally fictional. This place yeah. isn't real. Exactly. Like, my god. It's like, oh my god, why is this so bland? What do you want, Thor Ragnarok? It's not the same thing. It's, it's dude. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's low. It's, it's sandworms. Yes, Man, which look um, amazing, and I'm so excited. Let's go to Patrick. There's Pat. Jason Momoa with no beard. I can't top yeah. any of y'all. I was just, I was just adding on with the sound effects, but seriously, it's I. Twitter is scary and and often still foreign to me. I I, I will go in thinking that I know I know it and that I understand yeah. what it and I'll say something and it it ruins everything. And so yeah, at this point, whatever happens happens. I'm just gonna post my stuff and hopefully not get spoiled by it. I think that's the only big concern is that some idiot's gonna show up and, and say something that'll that'll take yeah. away a big moment because i've not read the book or anything and and i don't feel yeah. like there's been much gatekeeping at least for me personally just a lot of like oh you're in for a treat and that's about yeah. it <laughs> and dude i think that's the thing too like i haven't read the book either but like the way like you guys that have like like amanda like that's read the book and like 
Dwayne, even though you haven't read the book either, like, we're still hyped for this movie. Like, it still, yeah. like, sounds like it's going to be, like, fucking cool. Like. Oh, my God. And just, Chalamet like, people, all day. Everyone, yeah. fighting, everyone fighting about the box office. Man, I put on a tweet a couple days ago. I said, you guys better not let Dune flop. And I was like, listen, all you MCU, DCEU, remakes, reboots, of course I got, well, you know that it's actually, it's a remake of the other remake, and I, whatever, dude, listen, I don't know about that movie. Anyway. It's actually (laughs) not, though, because David Lynch, like, loosely adapted that book, and now Denise literally adapting that book directly is completely different. So the tweet went crazy. The tweet went crazy. Hold on, Alex. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Love you. But the tweet went crazy, and everyone's in the comments like, "It's gonna flop, dude." Dude, on all this stuff, and everyone's weird. And I muted it, and I was like, "I'm done." <laughs> I don't know why everyone's so strange about Dune. Um, the people within our group, like my Larrys and my Tylers, and they're like, "Oh, he's never had a hit." Uh, I everyone forgot his other movies because only like one of his movies didn't do well, but like all of his other movies made made a made a profit. You know, yeah. every single yeah. one has made a profit. But Arrival did well, Sicario did pretty good, Prisoners did pretty good, and uh, you know that okay, so Blade Runner twenty forty nine did knew that well. So now everyone is like, well, this is not going to do that well. I just don't understand yeah. everyone. But even if it does, even if it doesn't, we will see. But I think the right way to go when it comes to Dune, I think they should market it as a sci-fi epic Star Wars. I still think October is kind of a, I don't, I'm worried about that kind it's, of date. I think it should be weird. December. But I, th- yeah, I think it's, it still be, I think it should be December. The problem, but we'll see. Go ahead. Yeah. The problem with that October day is you just have so much coming out, like surrounding it. Yeah, it's gonna be it's swamped. I think November. I don't know. I would have done November. Why didn't it? Why didn't it take? Why didn't it take Mission Impossible uh, seventh spot? I have no idea. I I, I don't know. I just don't think. Yeah, Um, October just doesn't feel like a sci-fi big epic. If you, I feel like either those come out in the summer or December. Yeah, it should have been December, but yeah, you would have gone up against Spider-Man. So yeah, Yeah, I know. So it's just it's hard with this pandemic and all that stuff. Um, I do think the time that it's coming out is gonna kind of tarnish it, but we'll see. And then, and then I had another. I was gonna bring up another point too, because like if this is like something that like kind of like what Manda was describing, like a Game of Thrones type thing. Like, I think when we go to see big blockbusters, like I think that there's just a lot of casual audiences. Um, mm-hmm. And I could I could be reaching here, but so stop me if I am. But I just think a lot of casual audiences just want like the big gigantic like action sequences. Like they don't want a I feel like Dune is going to be a sci-fi movie that is going to make you think it's gonna have it's gonna make you pay attention. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people out there that just don't want that from a movie. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. I am gonna um, stop you out. I'm just kidding now. <laughs> oh, true. I, I, was, I thought I was like, oh my god, it's getting juicy up in here. I thought but <laughs> You failed me, Patrick. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go into what else do we have today? Let's go into some of the trailers. Uh, I will go to you, Alex, for The Last Duel. All right, so uh, was it yesterday it was released? I think so, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yesterday we had the trailer for The Last Duel, 
coming out um, that is going to be released on October 15th, going up against Halloween, uh, Halloween Kills. Or is it mm-hmm. Halloween Ends? Yep. Uh, so the last duel is directed by Ridley Scott, uh, is based on an actual true story and is based on a novel, The Last Duel, a true story of trial by combat in medieval France by Eric Yeager, um, produced by Ridley Scott with a screenplay by Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Nicole Holof Center, Center, also starring, yeah. also stars Adam Driver, Jody mm. Cormer, also stars Ben Affleck, also stars Matt Damon and his weird ass hair, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> and uh, as I mentioned, it is directed by Ridley Scott, um, and it looks like it's going to be another uh, historical drama similar to like Kingdom of Heaven. So, what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I think it looks great. I I'm I'm yeah. super pumped about it. The look of it looks really good. Yeah. Um. According to Twitter, that means it's boring. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Uh. I think it, I think it looks I think it looks great. I watched but, the trailer a couple of times before the show. Um. I'm excited. Yeah. I do too. I I think it looks really good. The only thing I'm worried is that I feel like they're gonna do what they did to Ridley with Kingdom of Heaven, where they just nuke his vision and then make him release a cut that's like not as good as what he wanted to release. Mm-hmm. And then he has to release a director's cut like later on. Cause he's the master at director's cuts, like kingdom of heaven. The theatrical cut goes from like a six out of 10 to like the director's cut, which is like a 11 out of 10. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amanda, how about you? How are you feeling about this? Oh, last duels? I am obsessed with Ben Affleck. Everyone knows this. Um, I always thought that he was a better writer and director than an actor, to be perfectly honest. I'm with you what? there. I'm with you there. I, th- I, pr- I I think he's a better director first. No, first, he's a better writer than director than actor. So that's the order that I would go in. Um, I'm excited for this. Uh, I kind of like Ben Affleck's look in The Last Duel. He looks completely different and he has a little accent. So I'm excited for that. Jodie mm-hmm. Comer completely stole that trailer she was phenomenal that performance is going to be iconic and i'm really excited it looks cool except for matt damon um but yeah (laughs) i think think that's like universally like the one thing everybody's like what the fuck is up with that i don't understand why his wig is doing that like it's wigging out literally uh but adam driver also looks amazing i just find it funny that like Adam Driver looks like Adam Driver, where Matt Damon and Ben everyone Apple else looks like. <laughs> like I didn't. So, like, I I didn't even think that was Matt. I thought it was like. I thought Matt Damon when I first saw him in the trailer. I thought that was like some like Irish chap, you know, who had like that haircut. I was. I thought it was like Charlie Hunnam or something. Right, I know it's true. <laughs> yeah, he's got a yeah. lot of weird stuff with his beards and stuff. Did you see the last uh, Stillwater this last week? Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was like wow. Okay. Yeah, I avoid Matt Damon films now. Ever since I watched Downsizing, his, I'm like, his, I'm done. I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> I hope I hope this revives his career because I don't know what the hell happened to Matt Damon. Downsizing happened. <laughs> That's true. He didn't. And, and, oh, the Great Wall. The Great Wall <laughs> happened too. Oh God! Oh, don't not don't don't just don't. Let's Horrendous. just move on from. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Um. Pat, how you do? How you how you feeling about this last duel? Oh man, Adam Driver, inject it into my freaking veins, man! Yeah, I will man. watch anything with Adam Driver. You, you, yes, Mia Damon is in there, and you've got like, I, I think, I think this is a really good 
group of actors. And honestly, if there's an ensemble award coming up, this might be one of those movies that is in the running for it. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Adam Driver just continuously does unique and different things. And it, it is hilarious that everybody else has to be told up. And they're like, Adam, you look great. You just keep doing you. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, I think it looks I think it looks a lot of fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like the performances are going to be great. When is this coming out again? Uh, October 15th. October. Yeah. October again? Oh. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, listen. <laughs> the only issue that I have with October right now is if we go into lockdown again, I'm going to miss all of this. So October is looking literally yeah. like a gladiator fight. October yeah. is swamped. Well, what's because what's, what's October 1st? There's something out on October. Well, 1st. I know it's Halloween Kills. Yeah. It's uh yeah. what else is it? Uh okay, the last duel apparently, Dune. Some no other time stuff. to die. That's that's October too? That's October eighth. There's it's something October. Let's hope you know. It's There's, Venom too, right? Yeah, I know it probably will. Uh, is it Venom? Oh Venom. Let there Venom. Be Venom. Edge. Yes, Venom. Manda, please, Manda, please, Manda, please, Manda, no. please. Sit, sit in the corner with your Venom, with your Venom group. There's, there's a little corner over there. Venom, Venom, Venom. Knock, knock. It's Amanda Clock. <laughs> hey y'all! I can't believe you just get now. You just let her have that. Damn it! Uh, I, I'm going to be the the Amanda like prop up. I, you guys will, will continue to diss and I will bring her up. I appreciate <laughs> this so much. Uh, yeah. Betrayal? We'll, we'll rap with each other. We'll do Def Jam poetry during the you show. Knew me yeah. first. <laughs> you knew me first. This you knew true. me first. I guess. Hello. I do. Hey, yes. hey, hey. Yes. We're brothers. I mean, apparently not. <laughs> taking her side. Hey, man. I'm a part of the familia. Jeez. I guess. Wow, All right. Okay. Um, let's go into our next trailer. I'll go to you, Pat. What do we got? Yeah, so Malignant, much like how we're all treating each other right now. It, it, this is a new James Wan <laughs> movie, and it's it's horror. He's going back to his roots. He's doing – it's from The Conjuring, obviously, Saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing I saw with this was the poster, and it looks like a classic horror film that honestly will probably – surprise us all like The Conjuring did. But let me read the synopsis. Uh, In the film, Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. So I guess there's a little bit of Nightmare on Elm Street with with some of the concepts here. And from the trailer, I mean, it's, it's got a very unique visual style, much like James Wan films have been doing lately. A lot of like roundabout camera movements like what aquaman did for a lot of its fighting i I noticed that even in the trailer but um Mm -hmm. i i i'm looking forward to it i'm just happy that he's directing it and he's not producing because when he produces it i'm very sorry to Uh, say he the quality control it it, it's it's like james cameron like you you can't let them produce movies and not have a hand in it dude I, i i agree um I'm glad that he's back in the horror game. I'm glad it's like actually his movie and not like, oh, he looked at a copy and said, uh, it looks all right. And then like left the, yeah. the, the, um, you know, the studio or whatever. Um, that's, that's, I'm sorry. Conjuring three, that movie. Oof. Um, so I'm happy that to see him back. It looks completely different than what we, what, what we what we've ever seen. That's something I love about James Wan. He's always trying to bring in something new with his movies, whether it's like superhero movies, the Fast and Furious movies, or horror. 
So I'm super pumped to see what he does. It, it has all the James Wan isms, like the rotating camera, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to see how it all plays out. But um, okay, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on the uh, trailer. Uh, Amanda, what do you think? Yeah, I think it looks cool. Uh, I feel like James Wan brings everything that he's used in his previous films into this one. Like you said, it's like similar mm-hmm. camera movements, stuff like that. So it does feel James Wan-y. Um, but yeah, it, it also... <laughs> I paused for laughter. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, Amanda. I was like, what? Um, I'm loopy. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's James Wan, man. Like, you can't not be hyped for it. But at the same time, it looks like a film that... It kind of reminded me of The Turning like that trailer and oh, i don't know what? why i don't know why but this one seems more interesting but i just feel like something i don't know something was off like it i don't know hopefully don't this know. movie oh has an i just hope it's not yeah like i just hope it's not bad i just hope it's not bad that's it i remember it going good. to that movie opening weekend and someone had to wake me up because i was caught snoring oh, that was the movie nice. I literally, I, she well, was like, "Excuse it, me," and I was like, that, "Well, that's the funny oh, part—the like, fact that she." Went you know when somebody, you, you, you know when somebody wakes you up and you're just like befuddled, like you like you pop up out of like a trance, like <laughs> you know when you're like in a deep sleep and you're just confused and disoriented. Yeah. I, that's how I was. I was. I didn't know why I was at the theater. <laughs> I didn't know how to get here. I <laughs> said, "Oh man, dude, uh, this well, movie's boring, huh?" Well, and well, uh, yeah. Dude, that's the funny part, though. She woke you up because she wanted to pay attention to the movie. So, like, apparently she liked that movie. <laughs> she was like, excuse me, can you please wake up? And I said, oh, yeah, sorry, long day. Like, movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Amanda, for bringing that up. That's horrible like, memory. You just stay in your seat. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's a horrible memory. You're welcome. Um, that's why I think reclining seats are not good. That's not you. You know they're not they're good for not the population. Fun. Yeah, but there's more room though. You can like spread out a little bit more. I fall. Asleep. Yeah, and if you're a snack hoe like me, you want to have that you're table. Snack hoe like me. <laughs> for real. Like I get dirty with candy, and it's not cool with quarantine. But and I and I do. And I'm very careful with everything right now. But I need the zero gravity, so I so my butt can be tucked in. You know. And then I need the the table because I'm yeah. I'm like yeah. a fat bastard character. The only <laughs> the only thing those seats are missing are like ass warmers, like heated seats. It'd be awesome. <gasps> I would love that. Alex, you don't remember the theater in Seaport had that shit, and then it just closed. Yeah, that, that's bullshit. That it closed. They closed for the pandemic. Shit's and then they never I reopened. Alita, <laughs> I saw Alita Battle Angel at that theater. I saw, I saw Ford v Ferrari at that theater. And then I was pissed Horrible. because the restaurant, the restaurant that I work at, while I was seeing Ford v Ferrari, Daniel Day Lewis went in for lunch at my restaurant. While I was seeing Ford oh. v Ferrari, I was pissed. Daniel Day Lewis left his house. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, what's what? It's the truth. You never <laughs> see him. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's um, very true. Honestly, that's fair. Uh, okay, so uh, I believe next we have uh, the Rock. So Dwayne Johnson made some comments about Vin Diesel earlier. Today. Vin Diesel. Basically, 
I won't go completely into the story. Basically, what happened was that uh, Vin, I mean, The Rock was doing, I guess he was doing maybe like some press for Jungle Cruise or something like that, um, which comes out in like, I think like two weeks or something or the next week, maybe. Um, He's doing press to talking about that. Somebody asked his comments on what Vin Diesel said about his acting and how he was trying to help him and stuff like that with tough love. The rock said he laughed and laughed and laughed. Then he said, I'm not going to be in those movies. Now, does that mean Hobbs and Shaw as well? Or is he just talking about the fast movies? I think he's just talking about F10 and F11, which I I will say, I think F9 is typical of that fast and furious bullshit, but the movie was kind of missing him in a way. Um, I don't think. Listen, I'm I'm gonna be straight. I don't think Vinny, Vinny Mac, Vin Diesel. I don't think he can hold the hell hold these movies up by himself. And they tried that with Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know, that's the fourth <clears throat> one that came out when they all returned, and it, it did okay. But they were like, we need a change. And they who they bring in? They brought in Dwayne. Johnson and he brought in and Fast Five is still my favorite of the uh of the movies. Um and they revitalized the franchise, say what you will. And the selling point for those movies became Vin Diesel, The Rock, Paul Walker until his unfortunate death, and then the the rest of Tyrese and all of them, Michelle Rodriguez yeah. and the rest of the cast. And then maybe they'll throw in like a UFC fighter in each one, you know. So I just think without The Rock, Vin Diesel, I just he ain't the guy for me to just hold this thing up by himself. Uh, the movie still did well, but I just think the movies kind of suffer without Dwayne in it. So we'll see how Fast 10 and Fast 11 is. I mean, they're probably still going to be trash, but I mean, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'll go to you guys. What do you guys think of these comments? I'll start with you, Pat. Oh, cool. Because I've got sound effects galore for this. Um, because, you know, like when you see, when you see that there's a feud with them, you have to go in and last minute put as many sound effects as you can. So there's a huge fight. Let's put the drama sound effects in. Let's just let's just put them up against each other. Yeah, they're just going to they're just they're just going to keep going, you know. Uh Oh, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> not brothers anymore it's over it's a game over no uh the feud is it's kind of childish like all of their stuff i don't care like the movie the movie should have ended at seven and we all yeah. can admit that right like yeah yep yeah, yep yep so i don't care I, if he's in it or not it shouldn't be yeah. it yeah i, <laughs> I ha- should be I, a movie <laughs> i have another bone to pick with uh mark sinclair known professionally as vin diesel um, since Oof. he oh snap, full <laughs> name uh, wait, 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 I don't hold know on. what hold race on. I'm going to be a complete geek right now. Is that his real name? Yeah, Mark Sinclair. Yep, he full name. He's almost a Tommy Wiseau character with what we don't know yeah. about his backstory. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. I thought his name was Vin Diesel, and I was like, he has the greatest parents of all time. They let like, his last name is Diesel. Awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. He's named after a diesel train. No, since he is the producer <laughs> of this franchise. Is he the one to blame for starting the trend where we're renaming movies after the previous movie? Um, what do you mean by that? Because like, because you know, listen, you know, these, you know, I, you know. I have said to Larry during the box office shows every time we read off this fucking title, I think F nine, the Fast Saga, is horrible. Yeah, I don't well, know no, what's going I'm on saying, with these titles. I'm saying like. Just, can we just do Fast and Furious 1, 2, whatever? Yeah, but no, I just I'm, don't understand. I'm saying, like, you know how the first one was called 
the Fast and the Furious, and then four was called Fast and Furious. Like, yes. is he the one that started this trend where it's like we're gonna call Halloween twenty eighteen Halloween, and then we're gonna call Scream five Scream. Like, is this all? Can you just of- imagine? Can you just oh, wait, can you just imagine it's like Avengers movies, right? <laughs> Avengers, Avengers, like like A two. Avengers Age of Ultron or eight A ten A eleven A Avengers and the X Men disaster yep. right yep this is I, I hate this franchise I do so do I oh I no, you do Dwayne the man who likes F nine what <laughs> listen I thought it got too much hate okay and I'm a Dwayne. John Cena apologist oh, I am magnetic Ooh. cars that's all I gotta say oh. Awesome, man! I know, I know, I know. Miss, I love Venom is not talking about my Fast and Furious love. Hey, at least Venom is funny. To who? To me. That's fair. It's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that matters. All right, let's go into these questions so we can end this damn show. It's been a disaster. Everyone. It's been three hours. It's been amazing. Whoa, what are you whoa, talking whoa. about? This disaster. This lump of coal turned into a diamond, Dwayne. We did good. And apparently Josie's been here the entire time, but like her mic's muted. I don't know if she's like real. This is this a fake Josie? It's a she variant. It's not. But apparently it's not Josie. So oh, we'll, man. Get, we'll get going. Let's get into some questions. I'll do two questions from the Skype here. If you ever want to send us a question, 617-506-3409. This person here says, what are you guys' thoughts about the, the disappointing uh, uh, Weekend 2 for Black Widow? Do you think <sighs> this means the MCU is no longer appealing to audiences? Okay, everyone needs to pump the brakes here, please. So Twitter, Twitter was going nuts for this damn number. Of course, not only. Oh, wait, give me a second. Okay, yeah, we didn't do a box office show this week. I'm just, I'm very busy. I I don't know if you guys noticed the last show that we did was like last week, the Loki finale. I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Okay, usually I'd have people uh, in the group kind of cover for me while I'm gone, but I just didn't have time to even coordinate all that. So no Space Jam two. I thought it was great. Well, <laughs> no, uh, what else movies came out last week? Uh, nope. Space Jam 2, something else. Oh, uh, Fear Street 1966. I didn't watch it yet, so give me a second. Fake um, So, okay. <laughs> that being said, everyone, I've been getting a, a couple of uh, messages on Skype about the box office show. We'll be back on Sunday, but listen, everyone needs to calm down with this Black Widow number. Everyone is acting like this movie made like $10 million over the weekend. It's going up against week one of everyone kind of, I think it's because everyone kind of slept on Space Jam. Yeah. And I think at the end of the box office show, I told Larry, because we were both, we were both, we were both predicting like low numbers for Space Jam, a new legacy. We were like, oh, 15 million, 20 million. It ended up doing 31 million, which is good. 
in the pandemic and the HBO Max release. That's really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said at the end of that box office show before Space Jam came out, I said, hey, maybe we shouldn't sleep on Space Jam. You know, LeBron is a household name. Space Jam got all this IP, got the kids. Uh, black audiences will show up to movies that have basketball players in them because Uncle Drew a few years ago that had Kyrie Irving, who's uh-huh. who's less of a less of a known name oh, than mean, LeBron James, did mean, pretty good. You mean Kyrie? Yeah, listen, it did it, it did pretty good in the, in the opening weekend. So I was like, maybe LeBron might pull something out of his ass on you know for this box office, and they did thirty one million. So Black Widow will not make thirty five million or thirty million even going up against a movie that just made thirty million, unless it's like a non pre pre pandemic times and yeah. MCU is like really 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 hot. The read the thing about it, listen, maybe audiences just wasn't that interested after the second weekend. It's on Disney Plus. So like if Manda, if Manda bought um if Manda bought Black Widow, guess what I can do? Hey, Manda, let me watch Black Widow. And she'd be like, sure. And then I go and watch Black Widow. Maybe that that ha- that can happen that happened to a lot of people. Twenty one million or twenty six million, whatever it did, that's not bad in week two. I don't understand what the hoopla is about. No, does this does this not mean people are not interested with it? What are you talking about? The the Disney Plus shows did all all seasons did really really good. What's this narrative now? Uh, and yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't know why everyone's freaking out. Not so, to not to I'm, mention, sorry, uh, not to mention too, like. It's already made two hundred and seventy million worldwide, and like with all things considered, with the worldwide situation we're in, it's the sixth highest grossing film of the year. Exactly. Yeah. I don't get it. I just everyone's freaking. Oh man, Stop everyone freaks out. Relax. Like, like by that, no. by that, <clears throat> I'm gonna bring F nine into the into this again because by that logic, you should be saying that F nine didn't make money, but it's made close to six hundred million. But what I also don't understand is the fact that, like, these big franchise films, why should we care how much bank it makes at this point if we know that the production, or sorry, we know that the studios have made, like, example with Fast 9. Like, if it makes bank, it makes bank, that's fine. But, like, why are we nitpicking how much it makes at this point? So with Black Widow, it's like, Disney's going to be fine if it doesn't make like 500 million dollars you know what i mean like why do we care so much about these massive monopolies releasing these franchise films at this point and worried about the box office it just doesn't make sense to me anymore yeah i agree i just don't get it it's weird it's strange all right um uh, alex how do, how do you feel about that question about as far as black widow well, I mean, I think I, I think I kind of answered it right. You know, I mean, the box office, like, it's not like two hundred and seventy in its second weekend, like worldwide. Like, I get it; it's a little bit lower, but like, that's not terrible. Like, I don't know where this narrative is coming from. That's like, oh, it failed at the box office because I had like a sixty something percent drop. Like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure like it was going to have a big drop anyway at some point. You know. Also, too, um, the non the non major MCU heroes usually have drops around around that yeah. number. And, um, and so, like, unless it's like Thor or like yeah. Captain Marvel or Black Panther or Spider Man, you're gonna get like a sixty something percent drop or right. like fifties. Right. It just happens. Like, it's like I think I think everybody was thinking Black Widow is gonna be like a billion dollar movie, which it probably who knows it it may have been. 
pre-pandemic, it might not have been. I I mean, I'm thinking in my head right now, I don't think it would have made a billion dollars. I think it would have made close to it, but, you know, I mean, that doesn't, I don't think, I don't think box office, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about, like, Dune and, like, Denny Villeneuve. Like, yeah, sure, I want Dune to succeed and make a lot of money so that we can get the next mm-hmm. part. But at the same time, why does it matter how much money a movie makes if you like the movie? Like, it doesn't. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. But in, in Villeneuve's case, I feel like that's a different case entirely. Yeah. Just considering what we've we've had to deal with with Blade Runner 2049. Right. I exactly. think that yeah. Yeah. that's like a special case, but I completely agree with everything you said. Like for me, box office doesn't make, like it doesn't mean anything to me. Right. If the movie is good, then it will have the longevity and word of mouth to always stay in conversation, even 10 years later. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. So that being said, everyone, we have to wrap this up. Okay. It's been real. Uh, it's been a day for all of us here shout out to Josie shout out to Pat he had to step out uh, because he's going to a screening going to go see that that new M. Night Shyamalan movie everyone we're gonna get out of here my name is Dwayne you can follow me on Twitter clearly you've realized that I've been defeated at this point (laughs) (laughs) sounds so deflated follow me on Twitter Cinemaniac94 if you want some good tweets and some good content. Follow the podcast, Cinemania World, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Amanda, you can find her AMX. What is it? Reviews, ND a- reviews. It's AMX ND reviews. Listen, I was close. You were so close, but you failed. It's okay. I did. I'll, I'll give you a pass right now. Alex underscore Madden underscore. Am I am I in the ballpark here? Yeah, that's that's my Twitter handle. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, there it is. Amanda, why is your Twitter handle so confusing? It's not really. There's only an X in there. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon, whenever. 